Welcome to the Just Do It podcast, hosted by Anne Duffy. Dental Entrepreneur Women is here to dive deep and share stories with the mission to inspire, highlight, empower, and connect all women in dentistry. Hello, everyone. It's Anne Duffy, and I have a special guest here with me on the Just Do It podcast. I'm so excited for you to meet a dear friend of mine, an amazing, accomplished young lady that knows dentistry inside and out, that has so much talent in her little finger. She um, is a speaker, an actress, soon to be TED Talker, and um, running um, an entire, entirely brand new um, organization for mental health and dentistry. And she's going to tell you all about it today. So please help me welcome the amazing Holly Mitchell. Hello, Holly. Hi, Anne. Do you know that we're coming up? Actually, I think we just passed our one-year friendiversary. <gasps> Friend, oh my gosh. I still remember that first phone call that we had. Oh my goodness. That's a, that's a treat. We should celebrate. If I had champagne, I'd be toasting you right now. I remember that phone call too, because it was, the pandemic had just begun. And my friend, James, escaped New York City during the pandemic, and he asked me to take care of his plants while he was away. And so when we had our phone call, I was in his apartment trying to take care of his plants, which I subsequently killed, unfortunately. <laughs> so I, 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 you, you made a long list of many talents and things at the beginning of this this call and plant babysitter is not on that list. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that's okay. That's good to know. We'll check that box and make sure that we put that on our on our on our list because I just think that is so funny. Uh don't give me a plant to take care of as well. I'm I'm with you take care of people though, Holly. That's one of the things that you do very very well. And um, we connected so well on that first phone call. I, I remember just where I was walking and I, re I can actually feel the, the energy. And it was such a blessing in my life to meet you. And it feels like I've known you forever though, huh? Oh, same right, right here, right here. Friends from another lifetime, I think. We just happened to reconnect in this one. I know it. I love that. And I, I love that the fact that you're going to be speaking at our retreat and you're going to be filling the cup of all of the beautiful women that um, are there to um, to grow and to to meet each other just like us. And they'll, they'll be able to celebrate their year and friend anniversary um, at the next retreat. But you you are someone special um, for your young age. I think you said this earlier um, that you're, you were born an old soul. Is that correct? I've always been an old soul. And I always, even as a child, I felt more comfortable around adults than my own peers. And it was really challenging for me to make friends because of that. I was a little bit of an odd bird <laughs> to say oh. the least. Oh my God. But when my friends would have, my parents would have dinner parties with their friends and I would just, you know, five years old, sit right up at the dinner table and I want to take part in this conversation because this is way more fun than the kids table, which. I often got banished to because I had way too much energy and a very early bedtime because my parents just had enough of me. But yes, I've always been an old soul. 
and let's hope there's not a microphone in the area because if there was, I could just see you with your, you know, your little red uh, ruby slippers uh, doing a Judy Garland uh, rendition of Over the Rainbow, right? Always. I was always the entertainment for the dinner guests. You know, like it or not, I was always called to to entertain. So yes, uh, not much has changed. <laughs> not much has changed because when I saw you speak at, at um, I think the first time I I heard you speak was at um, the um, Dental Speaking Institute, and I remember, and I and I think I texted you like you got off stage. I'm like, Holly, I really would love you to speak at our retreat. You're so amazing, and um, it's not just your style of speaking, and of course, no no surprise that you're you you were um, honored by a spot in, at TED Talk in uh, Colorado coming up in September. No surprise there because you are you light up when you're on stage. Um, but you actually light up in person too. And I think that's kind of unusual for for um, people that are, are, you know, feel comfortable on stage. It's just you, you seem to be comfortable no matter where you are um, in a room. And I think that maybe that ebbs and flows because of you know, how you're feeling the day of or the day before, because we all fight that. Um, Is it stage fright and just stage fright and and, um, not just on the stage, but just in in life in general, I guess we could could say. I've always been a true extrovert, someone who gets energy from the presence of others. I feel like when I'm on stage – I have the most permission to be me. And that that really feels like the truest version of me because somebody gave me permission and a platform to do so. And it it's that's exactly why I ended up going into the theater. And it's funny how you said Judy Garland because I played Dorothy twice oh my gosh. <laughs> in my acting career. She was Judy Garland was the reason that I became an actress. I watched The Wizard of Oz. Over and over. I could recite that movie from beginning to end and play every character. And her voice is just incredible. And when I when I speak and what I hope to bring to the Do Retreat, I like to bring theater. I like to bring experiences for people, not just content or a lecture, but I want people to have their own experience. And I think that there's something really powerful about that. Because when you're telling stories, people are putting themselves in the story and they're having a transformation. They're going on a journey, much like Judy, <laughs> much like Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz. And, and you can really take them through that that arc, uh, that emotional arc. And, and that's really, really fun to, to be a part of and to facilitate. Oh, I love it. I think that's that's when people truly remember Remember the the nuggets that you're going to give them. It's through your storytelling, and you're a master at it. Um, you you know, I just and and you can sing and you can dance and you can uh, you've you've taken on so many different roles in your life in your young life that um, will serve others and and serve uh, getting your message out there. I'm like a cat. I've had like nine lives already. <laughs> nine lives already. Yeah. And I mean, I look at you and I think, golly, you're just getting started. You are literally just getting started. The, the, the world is, is your oyster. I really believe that, Holly. I know we came we came up with um, so many ideas that you wanted to talk about. And I know um, the last time we were chatting on the phone, um, you had something on your heart that you wanted to share with all the do's in your spot 
light on a Thursday night. So tell us how that came about. And, and what were you thinking when you, you picked that topic of words make worlds? Well, it's, it's funny because when somebody tells you have 20 minutes, as a speaker, that's that's short form, and that's a real challenge to take people through an experience and have something that they can really take away in just a short amount of time. And I was thinking about my book that's coming out, Try Self-Hypnosis, and my earliest introduction into self-hypnosis was a book called What to Say When You Talk to Yourself by Shad Helmstetter. I was 25 at the time, and I was early in my dental career, but we were already making a lot of progress, and I was working a lot and challenging myself, but I had a real confidence problem, and I beat myself up for every little shortcoming that I felt that I had at the time. I I should be, you know seven pounds lighter. And I should be, you know, we should be doing another million dollars this year instead of just, you know, $5 million, we should be doing six. Or I I wish I slept better. I, I was always criticizing myself. And my boyfriend, to his credit, said, you know, you're so kind to others. And you're not so kind to yourself. What's that about? And I said to him, well, it's how I keep myself in check. You know, that's like, that's part of the achiever. And when we talk about strengths, one of my top strengths, top five is achiever. And so that's the shadow side. It's the burnout. It's the slave driver, you know, cracking that whip on yourself and and always comparing where you're at to this ideal version of yourself, whoever she may be. Uh, But he said, I wonder what would happen if you started to treat yourself the way that you give so lovingly and generously to other people. What would happen in your life? And so he recommended that I read this book. And the first thing in the book was talking about changing what you say when you get up in the morning. And I was never a morning person at this time in my life. I hated getting out of bed. And he says, if you, if you wake up and the first thing you say to yourself is, I'm so tired, I'm so tired, your, your body is going to obey the thoughts that you're thinking to yourself. And if you want to be a morning person, what you need to do is the first thing you do when you get out of bed is to leap out of bed and say, it's going to be a great day. I have all the energy I need to do exactly what I'm about to do. And I was like, yeah, right, right. <laughs> I, I mean, I, you know, as, as positive as people know me to be, I'm, I've still lived in New York City for 15 years. I was like, yeah, yeah. Okay, kid, whatever you have to say. All right. Yeah. But I'll try it because I'm a guinea pig and I'll try anything once, maybe even twice to see if it works. So I started doing that for a week. I would wake up and the first thing I would say to myself is, I'm so energized. I'm excited for the day. It's going to be a great day. And I would leap out of bed and I go, I'm up. I'm sure my neighbors (laughs) really appreciated that at six o'clock in the morning. Look out world. Look out world. Here comes Holly. (laughs) And wouldn't you know it, a week went by and I started to wake up easily and effortlessly with a lot of energy. And I became my own cup of coffee. 
it sh- and, and something so small had a huge impact in my energy, in my mood, and the way that I would enter, enter the office and interact with other people. And I was like, this stuff really works. And if you've ever read, there's a really amazing book called The Untethered Soul. And Michael Singer talks about the, the roommate that's inside of your head. Mm. Oh, I love that. This is the, there's a you that is in the conversation and then there is a you that is observing and commenting on whatever's happening on the conversation. And that roommate can be a nice roommate or they can be a really mean, not so nice roommate, but you, you always have to live with that roommate, but you're, you're in charge of the tone of voice that the roommate uses and that is a game changer. Once you learn how to reprogram the words that are going on inside of your head, it changes your neurochemistry. And when you can change your neurochemistry, you change your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, your habits, your behaviors, your relationship. And it's this, this trickle down effect to every aspect of your life. So I, I figured if, if I got something so small and simple from this book early on in my career, I'd like to pass on a different take on it and a different taste of this idea that the words that you use to describe your experience, both internal and external, can have a profound impact on the joy that you experience in your life each and every day. Oh my goodness, Holly, that's that's so rich and it's it's logical and it's it's all about affirmation and we think about the fact that we would never speak to someone we loved in a negative tone and that we can have control of that that's that's something about the mindset right um, so I can't wait to hear more about this. This is going to, you're going to get the tools and then we're going to have some fun at our pajama party with you. Um, no one's going to want to miss that for, for sure. And um, I just thank you for saying yes. And I look so forward to um, what you're going to present. And I know that our listeners are also, but why we have this time. And I, we, you know, as I told you, I don't want to give it all away because you know you've got to be there in person to to hear the amazing Holly Mitchell, and um, and we 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 welcome all of you. Um, but we have a little bit more time here, and I wanted you to tell us a little bit about what you're up to right now. I know that you've dug deep uh, this last year, as we all have in COVID, and during that time, you came up with something that was really powerful and really speaks to your calling. And please tell us what's going on. I want to, I want to promote the summit that's coming up right after our, our retreat, um, where I think we're all going to need that uh, right before the holiday. So tell us about what you're doing, Holly. Well, COVID did a number on many of us in the past year. It brought its gifts and it brought its challenges. And The pattern that I experienced that led me to hypnosis and NLP and down this personal development path, learning how to be a life coach and hypnotist, was really trying to break free of the burnout that I experienced as a practice manager and a practice coach. And anyone who's worked in dentistry knows that it's a stressful environment. It can be. It can be. It's a stressful culture. And we were already stressed. And then the pandemic hit. And I know for me personally, 
without any end to the workday, without it, because I was in my home working 100% of the time, where else are you going to go? <laughs> I might as well be working. I ended up extremely productive and extremely burned out and, and feeling disconnected from the work that I was doing in the world and, and quite honestly, depressed. I know that I'm not alone. The pandemic, that break in our patterns, either brought clarity, revelation of who you are and what you want to give to the world, or brought clarity on what you don't want. Mm -hmm. Yes. And what you need to move away from. I and and so in these moments of clarity, we have a choice. We can either listen to that voice that's saying, I don't want this and I want way more of this in my life. Or we can shh the inside voice and white knuckle our way and continue to power through. And I think that when we can listen to those voices and those moments of clarity and take massive immediate action right then when you're clear, right? When you've, when you've got that perspective, take, make a decision in that point because you will not regret it. And for me, the decision when I was at that place of burnout was I know I don't want this, this life of 24-7 working my, and depleting myself. I know that I want more of joy and connecting to purpose and being able to help people in the world and that I want to monetize that. Let me reach out to my friends and see if they care about this too. <laughs> and so I called everybody I knew in the dental industry that was a mental health advocate and said, Let's get together because I've been suffering and I know many of our dental professionals are suffering too and their families. What can we do to serve? And I think that if you ever are in a dark moment in your life, if you can ask yourself the question, how can I use this? How can I use this painful moment to help somebody else? your unconscious will offer up something that will not only heal you, but will help contribute to a better world. And that's where it turns. That's where you turn from darkness into the light of who you really are. And it's been an honor and a blessing to create this virtual summit for mental health. I believe it is the first mental health conference in the dental industry, but to do it in community, which is what I was craving so much alone on my entrepreneurial journey last year. I'm very lucky to have met you, Anne, because you helped me find a community, albeit a virtual one. And I can't wait to be in the presence of other people because you know I'm just going to eat all of those <laughs> happy hormones, neurochemicals up from being with everybody together. But being able to pivot my work from something that was depleting me to something that is energy positive and continues to replenish and nourish me as I do it in community, I hope that this mental health conference, which is happening December 3rd to the 5th, 
becomes an event that everybody has on their calendar each year because they know that it's going to nourish their body, mind, and spirit so they can reset and get back to the work that they do feeling more refreshed, more energized, and more of who they are is showing up in the interactions that they're having with others. Oh my gosh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful, Holly. You know, it just aligns really with with the do. I think that's why we are so connected and so on so many levels. And that, you know, it is about community and that, you know, you have that beautiful thought, that lane um, of mental health awareness and, and mental health um, help, mental health help to be able to see and to be able to gather the right people together to make this thing happen. And so I'm luck, I'm so uh, honored to kind of tee you off um, to something bigger and greater. It's going to make our profession so much more rich and fulfilling for all of us. And it's about the community because as we see with do, that's what's happened is that the community of, of loving ourselves, you know, which is based in strengths. First, you love yourself, then you can love others. And then you can really operate on all with all cylinders to be your best. You can't be your best if you don't have that, that um, innate love of what you're doing is right and authentic. And so we hope that together we can make even a bigger impact. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm just, um, you know, so pleased that this is going to take off for you and that all the people that have worked so hard on this um, will see it to fruition and be able to have this every year. It's going to be a reset for uh, our community and and actually beyond. And one of the things that I, I think that will come even out of the do retreat is that it's going to be great for, for women that come, right? But like we were talking about with the uh, the virtual summit that you're putting on. It's not just for us. It's all the people we're going to touch, right? And it's a it, we're the we're the we're the pebble in our own ponds. And when we reach out, who? How are we reaching out? Who is that person reaching out? Is it the best person and version of ourselves? And that's what we want, right? Because that's how the magic will come come back to us, and how the magic will spread of love and joy. And that's everything. Everything that I've ever seen you do and put your hand in has always been a hand of love. And I think that's why you attract the community that you attract. And so many of the people who are in Dental Avengers are also in Do, which is pretty cool how there's so much overlap. Yeah. Um, when I think about being a Dental Avenger, it it is exactly as you said, sometimes you're reaching out to help others because you have this cape, you have these tools in your toolbox to help support people because mental health is a spectrum. We're always on some level of the spectrum. Same thing as dentistry. Sometimes we need hygiene. It's just prevention, right? We, right. We're on the preventive spectrum and sometimes we're in emergency and we need intervention and knowing when to recognize where you are on the spectrum how do I take care of myself from a prevention standpoint? And how do I intervene for myself or for other people when they're at a point of emergency when it comes to their mental health? And be able to reach out to people that care yeah, and to gather people together that care not only about their own personal mental health, but the mental health of others. And it's such a beautiful thing for, for the dental community, something that we've 
we've put it under the rug for so long, but we're bringing it out. And and that was my goal really for, for do is to bring personal development and strengths to the dental community. But what we've actually are doing, and even with the retreat, we're, we're going to give takeaways too from the business stand, from a business perspective. And that will keep us, um, I think, very unique and special because if we as dental entrepreneur women are not walking the walk to your point of being able to build something to monetize to feed our families to feed others to do what we want it's not it's not about the money for women so much i believe it is about what we do with it and how we can you know honestly it's always about others um so uh, unless, you know, like Michelle, Manal loves her shoes. So, I mean, we do have to get that really great pair of shoes. And I know that you're going to have this, this amazing outfit, uh, at the, at the do retreat, um, that you're going to have on because, you know, that's, that's, that's the fun part of all of this, right? It's, it's not what you get, it's what you do with what you get. Right. That's right. And, um, and I look forward to it. So to wrap this up, Holly, and to say thank you for coming and, and, asking everyone out there to please uh, sign up for the do retreat. Um, November uh, 10th is the pre-con day. And then the retreat is 11 through 13. You know, everyone invite your besties say yes, be there. You will not regret it. I know everyone that was at our first two retreats has, 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 known that that it was the best thing they've done for themselves in a long time. So we look forward to seeing all of you, to hugging all of you, to seeing and experiencing the amazing Holly Mitchell and, um, and, and sign up also for the virtual summit because it's going to, it's going to layer on the goodness and the, the best of the dental community. So thank you, Holly. How can they reach you by the way, why we're, we're wrapping this up today? Sure. Well, you can find me on Instagram or Facebook, Holly Ann Mitchell, and it's .nyc because I was a New Yorker for a really long time at hollyannmitchell.nyc, hollyannmitchell.com, Holly with a Y and with an E, Mitchell with two L's. And you can sign up for the Dental Avengers Mental Wellness Summit, our inaugural event, December 3rd to 5th, dentalavengers.com. I cannot wait for the do retreat. Not only do I know it's going to nourish me spiritually, physically, emotionally, but financially too. This group of women is so generous with ideas and there there have been so many collaborations that I've done with the women that are in this group, uh, you know, to to help bring our work into the world and expand our networks. Um, it's 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 going to be an incredible event. I, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, thank you, Holly. Well, you just have the best night tonight, and um, and I hope to see you soon. And I will see you in L.A., by the way. So looking yeah. forward to that little visit we see out there in L.A. So thank you, dear. And go to do.life, everybody, to sign up for the for what we've got going, uh, the retreat, the learning crew, and also, most importantly, everybody, keep doing you. We love you. Bye now. Thank you for listening to the Just Do It podcast, hosted by Anne Duffy. To learn more about dental entrepreneur women, to share your story, or to join the movement, please visit our website, do.life. That is D-E-W dot life. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app to make sure you don't miss an episode. And in the meantime, keep doing you.